always devolves to TikTok. That guy must be packing heat because she seems like she would rip your dick off. podcast from the ballerlifestyle.com. I am, as always, your host, Brian Beckner. Thank you very much for joining us. Thank you for being part of the show. Episode 95 of the program. Closing in on 100, we may have a special announcement concerning the 100th episode. Now I'm just going to tease you with that. That's it. Um, as always, I like to give you the ways to contact the program. You can send us an email if you want to interact with us. We would like it if you would. You can send us an email, mailbag at theballerlifestyle.com. You can also call us, leave us a voicemail, 949-464-TBLS is the number to dial there. Also, I would implore you, a lot of people saying, hey, what's, where's this? How come you don't post that? How come you don't, don't post your radio thing? Blah, blah, blah. Go on Facebook, like the Baller Lifestyle podcast page on Facebook, get all of the updates, know what's going on with the show, with the brand. You can find it there, the Baller Lifestyle podcast on Facebook. And if you are an Apple person, an iTunes person, go on iTunes. Subs- even if you're not, just make an account. Go on there, subscribe to the show, and rate the show, review the show. Do everything that you can because that helps get our show into other people's faces, and that's what we want. We want to grow the show, and it's growing by leaps and bounds. We're pretty big already, but we could be bigger. We, we, we haven't taken over the world yet. Uh, joining me now, as always... Co-host of the program, dear, dear friend, Ed Daly. Ed, how you doing? I'm doing well. Um, I had uh, yet another in- interaction with our favorite homeless man. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Have you learned his name yet? Why don't you describe him to us? He's, Does he look like Jesus? Does he looks he look like, like Jesus. Okay. He looks. He he wears a lot of earth tones. Very brown. But, and, well, does he have a, does he have a wardrobe? It's my experience that the home, the homeless typically just have the one outfit. Well, yeah, it could have been bright blue at once upon a time, but everything fades to an earth tone when you're living That's on true. the street. That's a good point. Um, but, you know, he's really, like, right now, he's probably f- 40 yards from where I'm sitting. Like, he's, he's his Wait. perch is right by my building. He just I'm, hangs out out front there. Yeah. So, um, you know, I see him enough. And you know what? The other day, I was going to the store to get some beer. Yeah? I was like, you know what? I want to make this right. Uh, got, got him a Bud Heavy. That's what he drinks. Oh, you know his brand now. You've seen I him know. drinking. Well, listen, I've been I've yeah. been paying attention after he rejected. What a, what a fucking diva this guy is. Yeah. By the way, like Nat Natural and Bud, they're both Anheuser Busch products. It's the it's same true. fucking thing. Yeah. So I gave him a I, I just gave him a Bud Heavy pounder, and he he didn't. He just took it like didn't say yeah. thank you. Didn't say anything. But like I don't know. Weather's starting to turn. I was just feeling a little bit bummed out. I was like, you know what? He's getting a, he's getting a beer. I was yeah. going to get myself a beer. What's what's another? I mean, what do those things cost? Like a dollar twenty? Yeah. You know, when you get one of those one can deals. Yeah. So 
So I gave him gave him a butt heavy. No acknowledgement, but at least he didn't reject it. I felt good. Good guy. You're a good guy. I'm glad to see that you've made up with him. That reminds me. I was at I was at a Charger game recently and me me and my dear friend, friend of the show, Travis Rogers, where I took our boys to a Charger game about yeah. a month ago. And we were wrapping up, getting ready to go inside the game, and I gave all our empties to a homeless guy walking around collecting empties. And I'm like, hey man. I go, you want a cold one? And of course, yeah, he did want a cold one. So I pulled a cold one out of the cooler and handed it to him. And then he like kind of did that thing where he like went to shake my hand. Yeah, he, that's, he was, that's cool. He was real smelly. Like he just, you know. Of course been, he was. Yeah, I had been like, he kind of smelled like piss and body odor. And I wasn't like, I'm not a real like germaphobe, but I wasn't really into shaking the hand. And then I kind of like went for the knuckles, but he kind of realized, oh yeah, nobody shakes my hand. And like, so he didn't even like bother with the knuckles. He was just like, oh man, thanks. He was, he was very appreciative and he was a yeah. good dude, but I, I wasn't into the handshake and I think he could tell. <laughs> you know what? I think I think he gets it. Yeah. You're living on the street. You don't have a, you don't have access to toilet paper. There's a there's a lot yes. there's a lot of problems here. Yes. You know, that's that's one thing I should do. I should just instead of a beer, I should just walk by with a roll of toilet paper. Oh, you probably like that. You know what you do? Well, I guess he has the library. You right? get him you get him those flushable wipes, Ed. Oh my god, he'd be the coolest Coolest yeah. homeless guy ever. Just like go when next time you're in the Dwayne Reed or the. Do you guys have CVS back there? That's what we have. You have C, You don't have Dwayne Reed. That's. I think that's that's mostly in New York City and and uh, Hoboken. There's three CVSs. Okay, so go next time you're at CVS. Go on the travel aisle and on where all the little travel where your travel powder is and your travel deodorant. They make like little travel pocket size cases of those of the flushable wipes they're like a buck or two bucks you get him one of those you hand it over to him he'll be real happy i just i just made the uh the amazon bulk purchase of those oh yeah they're the best oh so good I, oh, but I, I just got like a 20 pack of them so comfortable it keeps you nice and clean yeah uh, uh i got you, i got one thing uh your yeah, col- column teaser oh, i yeah. uh I, I was watching so michelle took the kids to her parents on sunday Oh, that's the best. I, I was all banged up. I was like, "All right, I'm just gonna drink beer and watch you, football." You well, let's let's tell the audience why you were banged up, Ed. Oh, I was doing a uh, uh, tough mutter. You did a, t- a t- how many miles is that tough mutter, Ed? About a dozen. How many obstacles? Twenty. Give me give me your top three obstacles. This is for you people that don't know. This is a, an obstacle, an endurance race with obstacles. Twelve miles, twenty obstacles, and give us give us your top three types of obstacles ed well maybe the toughest one was they said tear you know oh uh, like good tear gas like you know safe tear gas and you just go into a tent and it wasn't tear gas it was like it felt like you had those uh vapor vapor rub um yeah you know humidifiers but like a billion of them so you couldn't see in front of you and it stung but it was also kind of a uh you know, it, it was kind of a, a when you when you stepped out, you had to clear sinuses. It wasn't oh, yeah. it was yeah. it wasn't like your eyeballs were burning. It just right. you know, it didn't feel good to be in like a foggy tent of it, but it was okay. Uh, so Ed, tear gas, seriously? Yeah, it was it was it was felt like a big Vicks vapor rub tent. Again, like mm-hmm. you had to crawl through a tent, and yeah, like someone and, like someone's grandma had been hanging out in there. <laughs> yeah, but mm-hmm. but like a thousand grandmothers were hanging out in there, gotcha. so it was. It was foggy, but you had clear sinuses at the end. Love it. But one that was really tough was you slid down into a dumpster 
full of ice water, like ice cubes. Water. Really? And Freezing. you had the, the worst ice cream headache of your life when you got out. It was brain, it was crazy brain freeze. Unbelievable. And then the final, the, the, the last obstacle of the day, like you can see the finish line, is you got to run through these wires that there's like a, a whole bunch of wires over mud and one of them and and some of them have like 10,000 volts in them what and so uh you have to I sign do, a waiver for this this is bullshit you do and they say before they're like if you got a weak heart you're gonna you're gonna want to skip this one but like yeah you sign all sorts of death waivers yeah, and yeah. stuff like that but uh yeah I got, I got zapped by one and it dropped me and then I climbed up and I got zapped again and just dropped to the floor and kind of crawled out of there um, I feel but, like yeah. I would continue to get zapped. Like I would every ten thousand volt wire, I would somehow touch. Like I would, I would be bouncing between all of them. I probably got through. You, you sort of try to run by and protect your face at the same time. Yeah. And I, I got through probably half of it, and then I was like feeling a little bit of confidence, and then I just felt my like right side give out, and I just dropped right into the mud. And then as I was climbing up, one that I was climbing right into zapped zapped me again. So I was. Uh, I was uh, I was pretty fucked up. Well, congratulations! You had every right to be sore. Just the running of the twelve miles would be a motherfucker. But add in the twenty, add in the tear gas and the electric shock and the ice bath. I mean, so Sunday, impressive. I, also, real, also, real quick, it oh, should okay. be noted for people that don't follow Ed Daily on Instagram. Easy Ed Daily. He yeah. ran the race in a. Uh, Donna Martin graduates. That's right. That's right. T-shirt. Okay, continue. Um, and uh, I uh, so Sunday I had the, the place to myself, mm. and I was so sore. I just I just wanted to drink beer and watch football and jerk off. Yeah, uh, I was that sore. Oh I just I, I, I had the place to myself. I didn't jerk off once. Oh my god, unbelievable. Uh, um, yeah, but I I realized you know I mean I've realized this many times, but. I just I reached a boiling point with football announcers. I just couldn't listen to another one. Yeah. So I watched football with mute, and I started messing around. I was thinking about our homeless friend. Yeah. And I was thinking about the nine hundred two one zero episode where they invited the homeless guy, and then they every Thanksgiving they invite homeless people and like random people. So I wrote a column about it. So that'll be up on the site pretty soon. Uh, this is the um, the the Walshes. The Walsh family. They ha- they always had lots of. Guests. Oh they always had. God. They always had like fifteen guests at Thanksgiving. Way really? too many. Yeah. So I ranked all of their guests. Oh, awesome! Oh, that's that's fantastic. Well, that that might that might be a teaser for episode one hundred. That could tie in to what's going to be happening very soon, the middle of December. Episode one hundred could have a nine hundred two and tie in. Uh, okay, Ed. Um, let's let's talk some sports. This is a sports talk show. We've we talked tough mutters already. Let's let's talk some yeah. other sports. What's going on? Uh, are you are you familiar with the Larry O'Brien Trophy? Yeah, it's a basketball. It's just like shaped like a basketball. On it's kind of like the. Wait, wait, no. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's yeah. it's like it's like a basketball. It's kind of like the Vince Lombardi trophy but a basketball version. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And if you won that trophy, what what would you do with it? Um, I'd like put it in my trophy case, maybe. I would, you know, maybe like put it on the mantle. 
I don't, yeah. you know, I'm not a big trophy guy. I would do like a normal trophy thing with it. Like a lot of people, they get an I mean, Oscar. If you had the Stanley Cup, Stanley Cup, I think you, you got a party with it. Yeah, Stanley Cup, I throw a party with the Stanley Cup there. We do shots out of the Stanley Cup or, you know, that fill kind it of with stuff. beer. Everybody takes a sip of it. Like that'd be pretty cool. I'd do that definitely. But the, the Larry O'Brien, see, the Stanley Cup has an advantage because it's a cup. It's a cup, right. Yeah. You've got a basketball clog in the cup in uh, exactly. Larry O'Brien. Exactly. There's not a lot of things you can do with the Larry O'Brien trophy other than show it to people. Here you go. Have a look. Yeah. See what I won? Yeah. Yeah, and uh, after when they're on the court, you know, after it was passed around and uh, held in the air and kissed by yeah. Steph Curry. A lot of kissing. Clay Thompson, Draymond Green. This past June, Golden State Warriors owner Joe Lacob took it home. And in a recent interview, Lacob described the night. I had made a promise to myself that I would sleep with the trophy that night, reveals Lakeham. Yeah. Nicole and I did sleep with it. I'll leave it to the imagination, he says, grinning. We had a lot of fun with it. Oh, my God. What a dirty old man. <laughs> Brian, where does a, a nerdy venture capitalist fucking a trophy rank on the all-time list of weirdo rich man behavior? It's, it's, it's right up there. Basically, what he's saying is he had a threesome, him and his lady friend Nicole – had a threesome with the Larry O'Brien trophy, which is just weird. Like, I get yeah, it. His dick was on the trophy. Yeah. Yes. It's real gross. Right. There, there was definitely genitals in yeah. contact. He was, yeah, he was hanging brains on the Larry O'Brien trophy. Yeah, it is a little weird. And it's, like he said, he, he like, made a vow to himself or that he was going to. What kind of what vow is that? He's going to sleep with it. And I all I could think is, it's hard enough to sleep with a person in bed, much less a trophy. Like that's a hard piece of metal. It's probably on a wooden stand. It looks like a lot of sharp corners. Yeah. If there's a, just like an elbow or an arm in the way, it can be problematic. If you've got a trophy in bed. I agree. And you hear about this with the Stanley cup, like isn't just having it enough. You don't have to like fuck it or sleep with it. Like what's the point of having it in bed? It's bad enough sharing a bed with another human. But you do it because sometimes you get sex out of the deal. And he's a he's a little schlubby guy. Yeah, I, I don't know. What yeah, he looks how about like. the sat? How about the satisfaction? He looks like a venture capitalist, right? Gotcha, nerd. Um, and I I don't know what his wife looks like, but I bet she looks like somebody who doesn't belong with a guy who looks like him. That would be. That's why you earn that kind of dough. That's why you right. buy a basketball team. The satisfaction for him should be. Holy shit, I own an NBA champion, and also I'm a billionaire sleeping with somebody way outside my pay grade. Yes, yes, that should be enough. Like, calm down with the trophy. Like, fucking the trophy. Also, all you did was pay, write the checks, mm-hmm. make the payroll. Like, Steph Curry yeah. and Clay Thompson were hitting the shots. Right. Like, and Bob Myers, the GM, like, he found all those guys. Right. Uh, okay, what else is going on? Now, now that you've soured my stomach, what else is going on in the world of sports? <laughs> well, since we're on the topic of rich white guys, let's look into the behavior of St. Louis Rams, Denver Nuggets, Colorado Avalanche owner, who also happens to be married to one of the few heirs to the Walmart fortune. Oh, my God. Stan Cranky. During a recent uh, Rams visit to the under-construction Minnesota Viking Stadium, Cranky had to, gasp, be subjected to use the men's room in the press box level. With each visit, Cranky had to... Cl- had security clear out the restroom and had three dudes watch the door as he entered alone. Brian, 
Why is a man worth six and a half billion dollars so afraid of me peeking at his dung at the urinal? <laughs> yeah, that's, I was going to say, was he concerned that Ed Daly was going to be in there Peter peeking <laughs> like like he did to Brandon Spikes? Maybe Brandon Here's Spikes was like, hey, watch out, man. Brandon Spikes looks like the type of guy who had an impressive dung. Yeah. Some dude with a mustache named Stan. I'm not thinking twice about it. And Brandon Spikes, did, did he disappoint? A, um, no, he didn't. Like a, it's like a fucking Pringles can. Pringles can down there. Good for old Brandon Spikes. Um, and, and by the way, he's worth six and a half billion dollars, and his wife is worth five. Oh, that's so much money. Um, my thing would be like when you when you're in public and people are like, yep, say something. You're at dinner with some people that you're not that close of friends with, and all of a sudden. Something happens. Maybe you had some jalapenos, some spicy chili sauce earlier in the day, and something hits you. And it's not your time, but all of a sudden you're like, oh my God, I'm in the middle of this dinner and I got to take a shit. Mm. What you want to do is you want to get in and out of there as inconspicuously as possible, as quickly as possible, so that no one knows. Everyone thinks you just urinated. And you don't want anybody following you in there. You don't want to. You don't want to do the buddy system. You just want to go get in there and come back. And this cronky guy makes a big production out of the whole deal. All you can assume in front of sports, he was on the sports writer level, the press box. Yes, there's all. And reporters. those guys love reporting. They were reporting how he went to take a piss in overtime. Yes, like, they're reporting guys, every every move. These guys are tweeting about it. When if he had just like quietly slipped in there, nobody would have noticed. Nobody would have had been any the wiser. But meanwhile, he, this guy he's rolls not six in. eleven. He's just a guy. Yeah, he's he's, he's phalanxed. He's phalanxed <laughs> by security. Like what a weirdo. Who would? No one would recognize Stan Cranky. Like I know you're rich, dude. Like it's probably a pretty nice feeling. Probably are a little paranoid, but no, nobody's going to recognize you in the press box or, or care. Yeah, half the people in that Viking stadium look like Rangor. <laughs> yeah, they don't true. care. I mean, you've got a mustache. They've got weird beards. It doesn't matter. That's true. I honestly did not know that the Vikings were playing their home games at the University of Minnesota. By the way, I think it's pretty cool that they're having outdoor games. Yeah, I like that yeah, too. Use use the, the the weather to your advantage. Yeah, now that I'm aware of it, yeah, it's kind of like the um, what's that that hockey game they play outside. Oh right, the Winter Classic. The Winter Classic. It's like that, very, very football. Cool. It's like the football, the Teddy Bridgewater version. Okay, what else is going on? Cranky, weirdo. All right, let's move it over to Colorado. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Canyon City Tigers were in the midst of an impressive run to the Colorado High School football playoffs this year when some interesting news broke. Apparently, a hundred boys, ranging from senior year down to eighth grade, were swapping nude photos on their phones. Many members on the Tigers team had been implicated and Canyon city was forced to forfeit their final game and their chance at the playoffs. The kids were using a ghost app where it looked like they were using the calculator app, but once kids typed a password, it unlocked a vault of secret photos. Oh my God. Brian, my question to you is this, if the kids were really trying to hide their uh, pictures in an app, why didn't they choose the app never clicked on by someone sexually active? The watch app. Yes. The one you have to move over to page three on your phone. <laughs> Is that like, can you not do, do I have that? Oh, I'm going to check. When you, Yeah. When you hold it down, you can't delete it. It's one of those. Yeah. It's one of, it's a native app. So it yeah. just, it just stuck watch there. Watch app. Get out of here. Yeah. What's, I think I might've put the watch. 
That's on page three or four. My, for me, well, whatever no, my significant that. other got looked at my phone one time and she got real annoyed that I had so many pages of shit. Meanwhile, I use like four apps. So she went through and shoved them all, like the ones you couldn't delete. It's in folders? Yeah, they're, they're all in folders. So it would take me forever to find it. It's probably in this. Yeah, oh, there it is. Yeah. Watch. Uh, yeah. Also, like stocks. Like, come on. Stocks. Stocks. There's another one called tips. Yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I don't want your Tips. Tips. I don't even know about any of these. Yeah. Uh, it's a light bulb. It's well, a light bulb. It's good that they at least they all had iPhones like that. And that, that I can get behind. Right. Proud uh, of them. You know these kids these days, Ed. They they just don't know how good they have it. They are basically living in ancient Greece, where all of the, <laughs> it's like so hedonistic. All of the world's pornography is on their phone and. Chicks are considered prude if they don't surrender third input on the second date. Like, it's so fucking great. They're getting blowjobs on the bus. Like, they don't they're even... They're fucking their teachers. Yeah, they're fucking their teachers. Like, the teachers are trying to fuck them. Like, they're not... They don't, they're not having to work for it. It's, there's a big competition between the teachers to see who can fuck the most kids. <laughs> it's fuck... It's fantastic. And needless to say, we grew up in the most oh. fucked time. We're about the same age, you and I. We the, came the, up... The grunge era. Yeah. The AIDS the late, era. The late 80s, the early 90s, where everybody thought they were going to get fucking AIDS. And even when they weren't... Even if they weren't afraid, they were wearing flannel shirts. Yeah. Yeah. You couldn't see what they were dealing with. Yeah. It was very Tough. much like a badge of honor to like hang on to your virginity or if you if you were a girl that had sex in high school, you had to keep it on the down low. Like it wasn't it couldn't be known that you did that. Right. Meanwhile, right. every these days they're all fucking open for business. It's fantastic. It must be a great time to be a kid. <laughs> it really must be. And if they're sharing pictures of girls that, you know, without their permission, it no, it is terrible. That's and they, not cool. They, you know, the kids need to be dealt with. But you know, the flip side is people are going crazy saying all these kids should be registering as sex offenders. Yeah, like, calm down. There's there's still shithead sixteen year olds. Calm like, down. let's 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 just cool just it. Just calm the fuck down. They're kids. What what are what do you right. expect from kids? They're fucking make them make them do make them do community service, and you know they yeah. they won't want to do this again. Yeah, and let them let them play their high school football. I mean, it, it, I can I can tell you, I, I had to do community service one time for I think like all high school seniors had to do it, not uh, for getting in trouble. Yeah, and I had. I had to volunteer at an old age home, oh. and fuck that. I will never break a rule again oh. after that. <laughs> I had to rake their leaves and hear their input on things. <laughs> I'm not, just, I, just listening to them, it was like, fuck this. I thought there was a lot of Vicks VapoRub on, on oh, hand yeah. there. Yeah, a lot, for, of, for lot sure. of gum in their teeth. <laughs> nah. Speaking of them, their old folks' homes are, are rife ripe with herpes like the these oh, yeah that's right they, they fuck like crazy yes it's there they're like teenagers like we are at the worst age ed we we right. are the wrong generation like everybody's getting laid like crazy yeah yeah that's true there is something to look forward to when you get old it's yeah yeah it's just yeah right away get in there and it's a fuck palace yeah they don't care they're gonna die soon like have all the sex you want gramps Ed, I have a couple more stories to discuss, but before I do, I want to talk about our old friends, 
Herman Marshall Texas whiskey. Oh yeah, welcome back. Yeah, Ed, you and I, we were not we're not lucky enough to reside in Texas. We weren't born in Texas where Herman Marshall whiskey flows like freedom. <laughs> but through the miracle of podcasting, we get to taste that precious Texas bourbon and rye on the regs. I by the way, our boy Mike at Herman Marshall. Yeah. He's got Bourbon and Rye coming to you, and Bourbon and Rye coming to me. FYI, I, he he sent the message to me. I'm I'm very pleased with yeah, that. Yeah, which is good because I was getting low. Ed, I normally take my neat because it's delicious, but Saturday night I felt like switching it up, and I never do this. So I poured a little of the Herman Marshall Bourbon over ice, and then I topped it off with just a splash, really, of ginger ale. Hey, hey. bourbon and ginger. I used to, I used to have that in college. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was something I just hadn't. You know, I saw somebody ordering one at a wedding, my sister's wedding, like a month ago, and I followed suit and I started drinking bourbon and and ginger, and I just had a hankering for it this weekend. And you can call me a girl if you like. No, nah, it's pretty delicious. <sighs> I, I'll give you that. I I go neat, but I, yeah. I I do remember a bourbon and ginger being yeah. pretty delicious. It was a fantastic co- cocktail, Ed. Herman Marshall Whiskey is the official whiskey of the Baller Lifestyle Podcast, and we could not be happier to have them back in the mix. Absolutely. That's because Herman Marshall is committed to making the smoothest possible whiskey while ensuring rich flavor and aroma. You guys know we are into authentic things. I like grass-fed beef, three-cord rock and roll, natural breasts, and Herman Marshall Whiskey. It's my go-to whiskey, and it's distilled right there in the Republic of Texas. So you guys in Texas, go out there and pick some up today. Herman Marshall Smooth Texas Bourbon and Rye. Check them out, guys. We love them. Uh, Brian. Yes. You, I mean, you, you love things that are real. That's right. Absolutely. That are authentic. I like Herman Marshall whiskey, yep. Are you positive you know what's real and what's fake? I absolutely know that I do. I'm great at this game. Let me Let me give you... Some uh, we're we're gonna we're gonna play real or fake cans. Okay, I love this game. Kim Kardashian. No, obviously fake. Real. What? Real. Oh no way! I'm not buying that. Okay, I'll take your word for it. Uh, you search the internet for these. Kaylee Cuoco. Mm, I'm not into her. She's very. No, nobody should be into her. She's very masculine to me. She has man hands. She's um. She has a short haircut, and a short haircut can only be worn by just the most beautiful of women. Like if you, Halle Berry can do it. Yeah, you have to be have such a beautiful face to wear a short haircut, and this Kaylee Cuoco cannot. I'm not no. into her. I don't like her one bit, and I'm going to say that I know she's gotten divorced. She's super rich. I will say she has fake cans. She does have fake cans. Knew it. How about Courtney Kardashian? Courtney Kardashian, she is one now the Kardashians and I don't I don't take this the wrong way. I'm not really into them. They're they have a very ethnic look, which I, doesn't appeal to me. But I'll t- I like an ethnic look, but I I'm not into the Kardashians. Yeah, that's what I mean. Um but I will say this. Courtney Kardashian, she recently broke up with her um her longtime boyfriend, father of her children, Scott Disick. And I have to say... Is he famous or is he just famous for being married to her? He's famous for being married to her. But I have to say, she's like relaunched herself and she looks fantastic. I've seen a few pictures of her on the internet. 
great body. She's probably like in her mid thirties and really appears to be coming into her prime. Lost the baby weight. She just looks really, really good. I, I mean, I gotta, I just assumed that all three of those broads had fake cans, but I'm going to say that hers, I mean, they have a little bit of a hang to them. I'm going to say they're natural. Nope. Oh, she's, she's apparently the fake one. And Kim is the real one. Wow, that's hard to believe. That's hard to believe. I'll give you one last one. Okay. Scarlett Johansson. Oh, those are real. Those are real and they're spectacular. They sure are. She might have the best hits. She's just got really, really beautiful alabaster skin. She's just Her in the movie Match Point. She was so hot in that movie. Nubile. Yeah, she just has the best body. Uh, Okay, excellent game, Ed. I love the real or fake game. Ed. You were once famously unable to transact a stroker at a Bangkok Jack Shack. <laughs> Do you remember that? Oh yes, I remember. Yeah, we've heard about it. I replay stuff. I replay that that in my head like Russell Wilson replays that interception in the That's Super right. Bowl probably right. every day of his yes. life. Yes. Like, how could I have handled it differently? Like I go through all the progressions. You know, how could I have called in the play differently? I, I think about it every day. Could you have called the madam into the room and been like, look, I want to get this, like, she's naked. I want her to jack me off. Can you make that happen? You know, most of the world, English, you're, you're going to get the message across. Yeah. But when you're, when you're in the depths of it's true. Pattaya, Thailand, things, things are, you get lost there. I, and, uh, but you he, know... They're shouting. There's just like it's not a beautiful language. There's a beautiful women there, but you know they're like Didi Mao, No, I get that. That's Vietnamese. Good job. I, I get that. But if I were to walk in to a McDonald's in Bangkok, I'm 100 percent sure I'd be able to order a cheeseburger. <laughs> true, true. But that's all I'm saying. Well, yeah. I I've, I have. We may have figured this out, Ed. Maybe next time. You just need to go to Taiwan and just to, just pretend to be disabled because Taiwan mm. apparently has one of the best healthcare okay. systems in the world and the disabled there get some of the best medical attention in the world and but the one thing they don't get is any kind of aid for sexual release Mm, very important well luckily there's an organization in Taiwan called Hand Angel (laughs) whose main service is providing hand jobs to the severely disabled Ed wow this is a charity I could get behind yeah, absolutely. Members say that their work raises awareness of the fact that disabled people are often depicted as desexualized as well as having their sexuality constantly neglected despite the fact they share exactly the same desires as anyone else. And Ed, this is anybody – I can't remember the name of the movie, the Stephen Hawking movie. Yeah. That's Stephen Hawking. He's got ALS. He can't move a freaking muscle on his back body but the dude is horny as hell the dude loves to get down he's banging his nurses he's having kids left and right this that's what they're talking about people that uh, that present as it with a disability 
you never think, hey, this guy probably likes to fuck. Ed, in the Netherlands, where they do everything right, another place that you were not able to transact sex. That, although that by, was a, by, by choice. I, I, I opted out of that one. That's right. I'm pretty sure I could have closed the deal on a Sunday morning there. In in the Netherlands, Ed, the national health system provides a grant for people with disabilities to receive public money to pay for sexual services. It's a beautiful uh, thing. As many as 12 times a year. Whoa. That's once a month, Ed. That's better than the bat- batting average for most able-bodied single guys. Yeah, that's pretty fucking good. Like, nice job. Proud of you. Ed, how unfortunate were we to be born able-bodied and in a country <laughs> settled by the Puritans? <laughs> That's so true. And while you're talking about these people, how how are they not at least in the running for the Nobel Peace Prize? Agreed. Like, Think about it. Like yes. they are they are they are practicing real humanity here. Yeah. And they're doing it out of the goodness of their hearts because they're not getting supported by the state. No. They're just they're hand jobs for hope man they're just helping yeah. people out good for them they they should be i tell tell me what some nobel prize winner has done that's better than what they're doing for people on a daily basis um i totally agree i i agree 100 that's that's the movement if i can think of a clever hashtag that's what we gotta we gotta start the movement so they get a peace prize for this yeah yes because or if i ever follow through on anything i promise well i mean we've done as much as we're gonna do but that's yeah. fine yeah, somebody else. Take it and run with there's, it. There's really, really nothing better than ejaculating. That's true. A it's, nice release. It's, These poor people. Yeah, it resets everything. Like, all is right in the world for those few oh, minutes after, right before you fall asleep. It's so confusing. Life's so confusing. What, yeah. But the, the moment of clarity is always right after. Right there. You just feel great. And imagine if you weren't able to do that for yourself. Someone would have to come do it for you. Right. And that's what these people do. They're fantastic people. Good job. Hand jobs for hope. Wait, hand angels? That's what they're called. (laughs) Angels. Okay. And the Mexican government... Which at, well, already 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 at a, a bad start to a story. Right. Well, at this point, the government part of that should be in ironic air quotes. Right. Like there's not right. like right. the drug traffickers are in charge. There's no yeah. government. To it's speak either at. the drug traffickers or that 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 rich guy named Slim. Carlos right? Slim. He's the richest Carlos man in the Slim. world. Right. Yeah. Ed, which is <laughs> didn't he get rich off of like phone cards? I think so. Yeah. Telecommunications. <laughs> Um, also, weird last name, Slim. Right. I mean, it doesn't sound Latin to me at all. I've never met no. anyone else named Slim. No, I feel, like, feel like that's a made-up moniker. Well, Ed, the Mexican government captured one of their most wanted fugitives this week, Servando Gomez Martinez. Oh, was it some sort of big sting operation? Some, you know, that's some right. guys well, parachuting in? Well, it was probably, you'd think, you'd yeah. think. But he was felled in the same way that a lot of people go down. And of course, I'm talking about by baked goods. <laughs> Apparently, they were looking for this guy for a long time. He goes by the name of La Tuta, and he's murdered a bunch of people, and he's bragged about it, and he was posted up. They had it, they had it narrowed down to 10 possible locations. They had phones tapped. They were zeroing in. But on February 6th, a girlfriend of Gomez named 
Maria Antonio Luna Avalos. A lot of names there. Too, too many names. I already know she's crazy. Visited him along with others who brought food and drinks, including a chocolate birthday cake, which was found in the refrigerator at his home at the time of arrest. Ed, does it come as any surprise that the cake was still in the fridge as nearly every guest over the age of 12 at every birthday party pretty much always declines the cake? Yeah, who wants fucking cake? Nobody. I don't know. I The only thing that I'll partake in is what six-year-olds have, ice cream cake. That's right. I'll have I'll have a little ice cream cake at like my kid's party. I, I, I've got one coming up and I'll enjoy some ice cream cake. It's not bad. Just like, just regular fucking chocolate cake. Boring. And this poor guy, yeah. you know, he's living, he's living in a cave. Yeah. And, and baked goods. And also somebody, somebody's trying to make a big production out of his birthday. That's. Guy's a drug kingpin. When you're a kingpin, yeah. when that's part of every your, day's your, your birthday. title, every day's your birthday. You that's don't right. need a big production. No. You have people afraid of you or yeah. kissing your ass at all times. Yeah. The only reason they probably caught him is because some other Mexican drug lord had more juice and got him caught. Or else he'd be out there free to murder and and drug. Yeah. Yeah. And life is good to be a Mexican kingpin. Oh, it's the best. Right. Your underground life is probably ten times better than our lives. Oh, it's great. They're living it up. The other guy, El Chapo, his son. El Chapo must be living the life. Yeah, his son is always Instagramming what a great time El Chapo's having. Yeah. He's bragging about it. El Chapo's got chicks on his lap. He's drinking tequila. You know what he doesn't have? A cool nickname. No, I don't know. El, Ch- yeah. El Chapo's pretty weak. Yeah, he, he could But probably... if he's listening, I, I take it back. Yeah, I wouldn't you like. I, mean? I, wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't tell him that. <laughs> right. I mean, the guy's he's pretty connected, Ed. He could probably hear this. Right. Okay, one more, Ed. Okay. An 85-year-old grandmother in Austria cut up $1.1 million before she passed away in a retirement home. What a bitch. The money and her savings account books were found in tatters on her bed. Ed, but before you cheer for Grandma Moses for choosing the most painful way possible to disinherit her blood-sucking heirs, like they must have done something, right? They probably were really awful. Yeah, they probably they probably hadn't. She was eighty-five. They probably hadn't visited her since she was seventy-five. If my grandmother was wor- worth that kind of cash, yeah, I would be. I would be tucking in the pillows, I'd be fluffing the pillows. I'd be doing everything. Like, Grandma, you, you need anything? You need you need me to beat somebody up right. at your uh, at your uh, elderly care home. Anything, I'll That's do right. it. You do do you have living grandparents, Ed? I have uh, two. I have both both grandmothers are alive. One of them mentally not really. Right. That happens. Uh, yeah, I have one that's still kicking, and she's like the healthiest old lady you've ever met in your life. Like she walks and does yoga, and she's like she's like I'm not wow. going to say how old yeah, she my, is, but she's pretty my, old. Yeah. My grandmother's 93. She yeah. just turned 93, and she's, yeah, she's doing great. Yeah, that's fantastic. Well, love you, Grandma. I definitely <laughs> don't cut up your money, okay? If you got 1.1 yeah. mil chilling at the house, let's just. Hey, we, ju- we both just gave our grandmas a shout-out on, right. uh, on right. a podcast. Like right. That shows we care and right. probably deserve the lion's share of the inheritance. <laughs> that's exactly right. Uh, well, these bloodsuckers. They weren't going to get anything. 
until the do-gooder Austrian government stepped in, Ed, because they said, hey, it doesn't matter that she cut up all this money. We're good for it. Quote, what? If the heirs can only find shreds of the money, and if the origin of the money is assured, then of course it can all be replaced, said Friedrich Hammerschmidt. The, mo- the most Austrian name of all time. I'll say. If we didn't pay out the money, then we would be punishing the wrong people, Hammerschmidt added. Ed, clearly Oma had an axe to grind here, but her methods were faulty. Should she have done the more sensible thing and willed the dough to her cat or signed it over to her Filipino caregiver? <laughs> That's the move. Anytime you get sent to the caregiver, the <laughs> caregiver's family is living large. <laughs> Always, they always work it out where the where they wait till there's always that shaky signature. <laughs> yeah, they're like, and people are challenging it. Like it rivals the signature of a six year old. Did you see that thing? You remember Gene Upshaw? Yes. Oh, I did see that whole thing with his wife. Yeah, his wife came from a prominent family in San Francisco. She's she's white. They're Gene, filthy racist. Gene Upshaw was black, and they disowned her because she fell in love with Gene Upshaw in the 80s. Right. right. And he was, I mean, he was the head of the Players Association. Like, yes. he was, it's not like uh, the, the chick from Saved by the Bell was with a crip. That's right. He was, he was, and this was in San Francisco, that Gene Upshaw played O-line for the goddamn Raiders. He was a star. He was a well-regarded person. But I'm saying beyond that, I think his career, his playing career had just ended when they met. So it's not like they were like, oh, I don't know about this thuggish guy. Like he was already like a guy who was moving into management. Like that shows, that shows what awful racist they were because they weren't even taking a chance on a guy who was a sure thing. Yes. Like very, very, that's not nice awful. people. And she kept it secret for a long time. The, the reason I got on that is because in, in reading about that, I saw that Gene Upshaw, Gene Upshaw died suddenly. He got, he got like mm. got found out he had cancer on a Friday. And yeah. Was it was dead like dead by Monday or something. Yeah. yeah. It, was, but... it was like a quick situation. And he had us, he had a son from a first marriage that mm. was like not included fairly in the will. And they, there was a redone will at his bedside, apparently. It seems like this happens a lot. People, get your affairs in order. Like, let right. people know. Like, I'm, I'm operating on the theory that I won't have any assets, so I'm not too worried about it. But people with things, if you have things, get but your you affairs in order. you can do a will order. for free. You just need a witness. Yeah. Do a will for free. Ed knows. <clears throat> but also, this grandmother never heard of fucking charity. Yeah. I mean, what an awful yes. lady. Yeah, that's a good point. Like, give it away. All right, so you can give a big fuck it. you. Yeah. Big fuck you to your 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 grandchildren that's by just saying, you know what, I'm giving it all to the fucking Austrian opera. She could have given it to that Tug Jobs charity in Taiwan. Yeah, we, we, should, we should be in charge of matching T- up yes. bitch old ladies who have money. Taiwanese Tugs. Yeah. There should be more, <laughs> there should be more charities centered around ejaculation, Ed. And orgasm I, in general. Of course. And and I was thinking when you were telling the story, what's the worst thing my grandmother ever did to me? Yes. And it was she, uh, my parents went on a trip when I was in like third grade and my grandmother stayed with us and I watched, I had to watch Young and the Restless with her oh, yeah. and I had to watch a sex scene with my grandma. 
That was pretty fucking bad. Because it was over the summer. So we were home and like, you have one TV in your house in the mid 80s. And she was watching Young and the Restless. I remember watching Sex and my grandmother's right there. Um, she seemed a little too into the scene. I, 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 not to be one up or Ed. Yeah. I, I, something that just jogged a memory for me. This is unfortunate. I saw a movie once with my grandmother, and I was probably like 19. <laughs> it might have been 18. I, I, was, I was definitely an adult. And we went to the movies, and we saw this movie. I believe it starred Liam Neeson. It was it was Rob Roy. It was kind of Rob like, Roy. Yeah, yes, it was kind of like a ripoff. Irish. Of, yeah, it was kind of like a ripoff of what's that one with Mel Gibson? Brave Braveheart. Braveheart. It was, it was the of, Irish Braveheart. It was like a ripoff of that. Tim Roth played the bad guy. Yep. I want to say that the the love interest was might have been Jessica Lange. I don't know if she was bad. Could be true. One of those. I don't know who it was, but at one point, Tim Roth rapes Rob Roy's girl. Mm. And my grandmother leaned over. My grandmother was from Guatemala and she had an accent. (laughs) It was Jessica Lange, by the way. It was Jessica Lange, yeah. At one point, my grandmother, during the movie, my grandmother leaned over to me and said, Bri. How, oh, she got she got pregnant from the rape. That's right. That was the detail. And she goes, she leads over to me in the movie, and she says to me, Bri, how can she be pregnant if he did her from behind? And I just kept, I just shrugged my shoulders and just kept looking straight ahead at that screen. And I said, I did not say a word. I did not acknowledge. I did not turn my head. And then like 30 seconds of silence goes by and she goes, ah. <laughs> she, she worked it out herself, Ed. She's, not, she's no longer with us. <clears throat> but, but she did enjoy. She she's, did enjoy. <laughs> she's since passed on. She also made me watch a great many episodes of The Golden Girls, which was not cool. But <laughs> I, you know what? I, I can't fault you for that because I didn't have a grandmother forcing me to watch it. But somehow I feel like I've watched a good 40 episodes. Yeah, it, was, of that show. Well, it was on Friday night. There was nothing on was, TV anyway. Yeah, I wasn't I wasn't out slaying chicks when no. I was like, you know, 10, like 12. Yeah. So, so I was watching that show, but I don't know why. Yes, I know. I recall it as well. <laughs> and uh, okay. I, yes. one, one last thing. This yes. is not going to one up you, but. I do remember one time being at my friend's house and his mom mentioned that she found uh, Willem Dafoe to be sexy. And I've brought it up to my friend every every week or so for the last 20 years. <laughs> and he's listening right now. <laughs> uh, that's fantastic. Hey, uh, hey, remember the time your mom said she wanted to fuck Willem Dafoe? <laughs> Oh, that's great. I bring it up. I bring it up a lot. Oh, that's fantastic. Okay, let's get it. Let's get into the pop culture segment of the show. Okay, Ed, let's do it. Joining us now, as always, everyone's favorite Australian export export is our very or, own. Or sometimes she's British, right? She's, some people think she's British. Some people really want her to speak in her accent a lot, but she just she just talks the way she talks. Uh, of course, I'm talking about our very own Fancy Sauce. How you doing, Fancy? Hey, Fancy. Hi, boys. 
I'm gonna be very Australian today. Uh, for all, for all my that well for all my fans for all my fans of fans of my British accent. Somebody right. Let's let's get right into that. We have a life coaching question, guys. We do life coaching here. If you have any kind of personal issue, if you have a relationship question, we have a female that can help you with your relationship problems here. I can try. If you have a Sexual issue, something with hit your up, boner. Hit up Ed for that. Or maybe you're, not, <laughs> maybe you're having a hard time pleasing your woman. No, I hit Brian up for that. That's right. Whoa. If you are any kind of issue, maybe you don't know how to dress. Maybe you don't know how to order wine. Any of those things, we help you guys with your life. We are life coaches. So reach out. Here's a question. Fellas and fancy, I'm not sure if this would be considered life coaching or not, but I have a question. Fancy, is the Geico gecko British or Australian? Also, why are national teams from Australia green and gold instead of red, white, and blue like their flag? Anyways, hope everyone has a nice Arvo. Signed, Dean. Excellent questions, Dean. We don't really Arvo? pronounce the R. It's Arvoy. Have a nice Arvoy. Yeah, they mean, that means I, afternoon. Yeah, it's short for afternoon. I speak Australian. Um, I can't really speak to the guy called Gecko. I thought he was American. It was an American um I think he's British. Thing. He's British. He's for sure British. Why are they? Why, why is an American insurance company using a, a, like a Better question. British well, accent? How, it's method? so unfunny. It's so awful and unfunny, but I did talk to a... Uh, guy in advertising who who worked on that account for a while and he said they kept trying to move away from it and they'd have test groups and focus mm, groups they all love it and they'll be like uh that was pretty good but uh couldn't you put that that lizard back in there i want to see more lizard like they can't get rid of it people just want the lizard yeah um, but that's i mean think of the people that go to those that's focus shocking. groups that's shocking i'll <laughs> take the lizard over uh, overflow from progressive also but if people yeah people ask you if you want to be in a focus group yeah, a, a normal person says no. That's what I mean. The people that go to those focus groups, those are the people that want the British lizard. Well, I'll tell you what, I'm on a list for this marketing agency. You are. They hit me up sometimes to do focus groups, and uh, they never work out for me. But a lot of times they pay like a couple hundred bucks. That's true. Okay. And um, it's like if the timing were better, it's an hour. It's kind of on my way home. Like I would do it if I could. Uh, oh, and the other thing, your sporting colors. Did anyone see, I know I watched, the finals of the 2015 World Cup of Rugby between my squad, the New Zealand All Blacks. Of course. And the, my country's team. And the Australia the Wallas. Wallabies. That was a fantastic <laughs> was a game. game. And any of you guys. Did you, you catch look- that, Ed? Do you watch rugby? I, I did, but I, I during the London Olympics, I befriended some of the uh, rugby players from from New Zealand, so I, I had a rooting interest. What? Yeah, who some of those guys? Uh, they, my buddy was in town to visit me in London, and uh, it was the tail end of the Olympics, and we went to a, a pub. We saw a bunch of uh, attractive women going into a pub, and so we went there, and it turned out to be the New Zealand national team party, and they let us stay, and we just drank for free, and then some of the all black showed up. And we were just drinking and hanging out with them. And these guys 
these guys were like gods to, to oh, them. Yeah. And so they're like, hey, why, why are you talking to that guy? Like, do you know him? And we were like, well, we don't know anyone here. But we weren't awestruck of them because we had no idea who right. they were. Yeah. So they were good dudes. Yeah. And they let us drink for free. So if somebody lets you drink for free for a night, you're going to be a fan of yeah, them. Yeah, they're great dudes. I love the All Blacks. And that game was fantastic. But I, I, this is something I have wondered as well, Kate. In competition... In the Olympics, everywhere, the the Australian sporting colors are green and yellow, while the flag is red, white, and blue. Please explain. Um, I do believe that this was um, on advice from our Prime Minister, Bob Hawke, back in the early 80s, mm, 84. Mm-hmm. Is his name Hogg? Hawk. Bob Hawke. Bob Hawke. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, that's, I'm not sure. I think of, I think that I think I, it has something to do with our national floral emblem, I'd, the golden wattle. But I'd, I'd vote for that guy, by the way. Yeah, Bob Hawk. Our, That's our colors, our sporting behind. colors, and all our sporting teams wear them. If you see Australia in the Olympics, That's we right. are we are green I, and I gold. Th- when I, watch, I think it looks pretty sharp. I like and it too. And also, there's an, there's enough red, white, and blue. Between the Americans yeah. and the Brits, yeah, we don't like, need any more. Yeah, you got to have your own. I'm thing. sure it yeah, was to I set. A, I'm sure it was to set us apart from everybody else. Yeah. That was red, white, and blue as well. Yeah, but I yeah, think it looks green sharp. and gold. That's synonymous yeah, with green with, and gold with Australia. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Fantastic. Okay, guys, reach out. Life coaching mailbag at theballerlifestyle.com. Kate, what is going on in the world of pop culture? We've done our life coaching. What do we need to know? What is happening in fancy pop? Um. Vivica A. Fox, Are you familiar? I am. She, the she was she was once married to Larry David on um, the on Curb Your Enthusiasm. She was good. She, she, was, was, good. Good. she was once a frequent regular in my mind. Oh, really? Do you used of to masturbate course. to her? Of course, I did. Oh, wow. She was a guest on um, Watch What Happens Live on the Bravo Network. A lot of people hosted by a lot of, Andy a lot Cohen. Of, you get a lot of quotes from that Watch What Happens Live. I think because I've they never let, seen it. I've never seen it either. But I think it's because they let the guests drink. I'm not sure why. I'm not. I'm not sure if that's the reason. But it seems like people say things on that show that they don't wouldn't normally yeah, say. Yeah, people let their lips flap. Like like Vivica so, A. Fox on Sunday. Vivica. Um, apparently implied that her ex-boyfriend, 50 Cent, and fellow rapper Soldier Boy are gay. That was the implication. Wow. Um, so pushing for cent, more... 50 Cent, Curtis Jackson. Cohen asked Fox outright if 50 Cent was gay, and she had a definitive answer to that. No, he's not, she said. Then she said, I mean, we had a great time. He just seems like he's not something... Sorry, he just seems like he's got something that's not quite clear. Wow. Like he's afflicted. He's got. Um, he's and got, then she and that pointed guy, to that guy's gay, right? Then she pointed uh, to a um, yeah, yeah Andy's gay. Yeah, she, she she brought up a I think it was a Vibe magazine cover that the two rappers had been on together. Ooh, I saw and that. She said I something about that. Fifty being a little ass grabby or something. No, in that she picture. no what she, she called him. She called him a booty. Booty uh, grabber. Booty. Yes. No, there's something. a name for it. Uh, booty snatcher. Booty snatcher. He looks like a booty which is, snatcher. Which is like an older gay guy with a younger um, gay So guys. the rappers Wait, have both His famous song back. is about is a birthday song. That's pretty gay. Soldier Boy? No, 50 Cent. 50, oh, Go Shorty. Go it's Shorty, your birthday. It's Go Shorty's birthday. Both rappers mm. are fired back. Um, there's been some pretty 
app, especially Fifty Cent. Yeah, you don't really uh, good, good for him. I like him anyway. You don't want like you don't really want to beef with him. Like he beefed with. Um, well, he's taking bullets. He's he, taking he is, real bullets. Yeah, he's been shot nine times. He but he once beefed with Floyd Mayweather, and they used to be buddies. And then he responded with Floyd Mayweather can't read, and Floyd Mayweather <laughs> pretty much can't read. And that was per, that was like such a fucking death shot. Like, there's no coming back from that. Like, Fifty Cent is ruthless in the teardown game. Here's what else: it's hard to come back from your ex girlfriend implying that you're gay. you're gay. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> no, but this this happens a lot. This yeah. is. I mean, the thing is, the, rappers uh, rappers aren't into that. They don't want those because you're no, like true. you can't be hardcore also, also, and thought of as like, maybe. No, gay. but I feel like I've read that a lot. Like where yeah. somebody implies the ex is gay. Like, yeah. I mean, it might be true, but I remember Strahan's ex was saying that. Oh, like that's a lot. True. Of, yep. Yeah, it's it, it happens a, a lot. Thing yeah, it does. that you yeah. can do yeah, to try it's to a bit underhanded. Yeah, and I'll tell you what, Vengeful like thing. nobody, nobody that's fucking Vivica a. Fox is gay. Like, that's a woman. Like you're, if you're yeah. having sex with her, you're into women. Also, she's like got to be at least a decade older than him. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. He was going for it. I don't think anyone thinks Fiddy's gay. I don't. I don't think he's gay. I hope he is. I think it'd be fun if he was. Yeah, it would, it be, would fun. be fun. But speaking of that, Ed, that rapper that we talked about that did the that accidentally did gay porn last week. Yeah, yeah. It's update. He is gay. He's admitted he came out. What rapper? Not rapper, boxer. Wait oh, a second. Right. Some, yeah. some boxer called Mac Daddy came or out? something. Mac he Daddy. came out. I mean, He's a gay man, Ed. I, you think you know a guy. The guy yeah. said he was drugged. I believed him. Well, when I saw him with two dicks in his mouth, I was not positive. Like, I wasn't sure that he was gay. Like, <laughs> I had a good inkling, but I, you never know. Right. Apparently, that does in fact make you gay. I uh, didn't. I didn't realize that was you know what what passes for gay these days. Yeah. Apparently, right? that's that's the line so. you got across. Yes, so. uh, sir. Like a few dicks at once. All of yeah. a sudden, you're gay. <laughs> what else is going on, Kate? Always devolves to dick talk. Um, Gwyneth Paltrow that's is true. allegedly mulling over a seven-figure offer from ABC to join The View, an already insufferable show that makes me embarrassed to be a woman. Um, But executives are praying Gwyneth still has her heart set on moving into talk show television. And apparently, um, if she she turns it down, this could be the show's final season. I guess um, all the current panel members were second and third choices, such as Raven Simone. I can't believe that. (laughs) Who copped some heat after commenting. That little kid from the Cosby show. Yeah, she's 29 now. She copped some heat after commenting on the show that she would discriminate against any job applicant with a ghetto name. Quote, I'm not about to hire you if your name is Water Melandria. Well, Wa- Water Melange. Her, her name's Raven Simone. I know that's a Wait, funny. Raven part. Simone is the one who's discriminating right. against right. names. That's for me and Ed she, to do. Yeah, she's saying <laughs> I'm not about to hire you if your name is Water Melandria. It's just not going to happen. I'm not going to hire you. So she copped a oh, lot of heat for that. Because she's saying disc- watermelon. Well, that's which is a which is name. a racist meaning for black apparently people. Apparently, it's someone's name. There's no one's some popular no. YouTube video really? that has like two well, million. Somebody's hits. made up I their haven't name. Looked at. Anyway, she later re- released an official apology that stated, "I'd like to begin by saying that I was not attacking a specific race, but repeating a name that was said in a viral video, which has received over two million likes." The View co-host stated, "My comment was in poor taste. My lack of empathy towards dis- name discrimination was uncalled for." 
as an equal opportunity employer, blah, 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 blah. Mm. Um, anyway, I think this is a typical example of this kind of outrage culture where yeah, everyone wants to jump on the outrage yeah. bandwagon and make a comment about having a who stupid name. Who gives a fuck? Who cares? Who gives a fuck? Also, I'm not going to hire anyone who's called Water Melandria either. No, no one. I mean, unless you're really, really qualified. Right, Totally. Unless you like well, the saddest part of the story is that someone actually heard and transcribed something that Raven Simone says. That's that's a, that's also a good point. But I this have is, a this feeling that studied. Gwyneth Paltrow doesn't want to share a panel with. No. Ray. she's above it. She's above it. Yeah, she's. she's I would think so. She's she's above yeah. it. She's, and her she's daughter's Google. name is Apple. Yeah, she calls her, and she has a son called Moses. Like the biblical unless pe- unless her people like tell her that this might make her brand more accessible. Well, if she were smart, she would do her own thing. She wouldn't go on because the the View is is a struggling the Goop, franchise. The Goop talk show. Yeah, she would mm. if she were smart, she'd do her launch. I'd be happy the for, the, talk for the show. View to fizzle and I die. Didn't, I didn't even know it was still. On. I didn't. I didn't, I didn't know it was still on. I knew Raven Simone Sonome. Simone. Simone was on TV. But I didn't realize she was on the View. I was in a uh, a was it doctor's office, and I saw that the the View ripoff show is still on. Oh, the one with Sharon Osbourne. Yeah, I the saw talk. that. It was it was on mute, and it's it's pretty amazing seeing a show like that on mute. Just seeing four mouths talk at once. I don't yeah. I don't know how anyone listens. That's great, that's a great point. Like, how could you understand them? Who watches that shit? No one. No, okay. Okay, what else is going on in the world of pop I culture? I bounced from a doctor's appointment yesterday because after half an hour of waiting and I asked what was going on, my doctor was still in surgery. This is a this is a, and I an was epidemic. Just like, Are you kidding? This is I was an like, epidemic. I'm leaving. I'm well, if it's in here. surgery. And also you yeah. should tell me. Don't just if leave it's in me surgery, that's there. where you just cancel. I took I took my kid. He's running late. He got held up in surgery, I was told. I took a, that's my code. Kid. That's code for he he's playing golf. I took my kid to an appointment. I just think it's so rude. Like a few weeks ago, and I waited a fucking hour in the room, and it was a and I would have left, but it was an appointment that I waited a month to get. The whole system is a joke. Anyway, yeah, doctors, you make us wait too long. Continue. New, I have a new couple alert. Mm, Gwen, Gwen Stefani, and Blake Shelton. No, we're yeah, I'm still sure sad about real. that one. I'm not buying that. She's holding hands like, with it in public, I've, though, so she's not trying to hide it. By the way, by I've, the way, how about all the feedback we got that people were like, "Oh, she's she's ugly" or something like that. Her, her tits that. are too small. Yeah. It's like Jesus, what? What? That's how hot she is. It's, she's she gorgeous. Has, she has she's no. Beautiful. She has practically no breast tissue, and she is so beautiful. Like she's, yeah. I, I find her very attractive. I do too. Oh, despite yeah. her Just, yeah. flat chested yes. situation. That's right. Us Weekly exclusively reported that Serena Williams is dating mm. Reddit co-founder Alexis Ohanian. Mm. <laughs> According to this source, Serena and Alexis met at lunch and that the, the um, relationship's mm. new, but Alexis is already calling Serena babe. That guy must be packing heat because she seems like she would rip yeah. your dick off. It would, she's she's a bigger person. Like she would need a lot to be satisfied. I think she should yeah. hit up the game. Did you see his Instagram? Yeah, the game's got post? a huge dog. Oh, I'm still that? swoon. I'm yes. still swooning over that. Swooning. Yes. <laughs> my goodness. I just saw it again yeah. today. I yes. Popped up in my feed. It's somewhere. Hard to miss. <laughs> that guy could do the belt. Fuck the wristwatch. He could do yeah. a belt. Yeah, he could do a belt. That's true. Like a legit tripod. 
Yeah, the belt, the game. Yeah, he should change his name to the belt. Yeah, the game. That's a good point. The game has some game. I see where he got that name. The game has changed. This guy is just packing game major game changer. Yeah, he's changed the game. Yeah. Uh, I have a new segment. He should have to register that thing. Like, well, I think that's what he was doing by con- posting on an Instagram. Con- that is that's registered. Sealed weapon. Yeah, that's that that Instagram right. post was a warning. Yeah, like, like the plot of Con Air. They said you, you need to be registered. You can't. You, you've got extra training. Like the game, yes. he could be arrested and sent to jail for That's that thing. Great point. I didn't get the Con Air angle on it before. Good point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, Kate. This is something you've been doing lately. You've been adding segments to the show unannounced. What's What's the new? I mean, segment? it might appear reappear. It might not. Okay, it's called it. Fancy Politics. Oh wow. I have a list oh, of crazy. I have some Ben Carson trivia. I'm gonna read. Be careful. This I'm gonna can be, read it, and you guys are gonna tell me if it's true or false. This can be very incendiary. Okay, this is this is a game. Ben Ben Carson, who's a crazy person that is apparently running for president. I'm just gonna say true to everything. Yeah, let's let's <laughs> see what he has said or maybe not said. In Ben Carson's 2012 book America the Beautiful, he wrote about getting caught plagiarizing in college and how he didn't know it was wrong because the term didn't exist at the time. No. Has he since admitted right. to plagiarizing actual parts of this book? The book he wrote? Yes. True or false? But plagiarizing himself? Just plagiarizing parts He's- of his book. Oh, plagiarizing the book yeah. for something. That, uh, in which he talks about being accused of plagiarism. yes. He was accused of plagiarism once. No, he got caught. And in the book, he got caught, he got plagiarizing. caught plagiarizing once. And then in the book, so that's ironic. In which so, he discusses his previous plagiarism, he also plagiarized in that book. True or false? I'm going to say true. Ed? True. I said true. Yeah, true. We will say true. All of these might be true. Okay. Okay. Let's hear another one. Let's see. Carson is a self-proclaimed vegetarian and has been so for decades, but admitted to eating meat on special occasions, quote, to be nice. Right. (laughs) Well, I feel like that's a lot of people's vegetarian, a lot of vegetarians plight. Yeah. Well, I read a whole story that vegetarians often eat meat when they're drunk. That's true. I've heard that too. And (laughs) usually it's on the top of a pizza. Yeah. Or in a burrito. All right, so just a few beers and everybody changes their moral high ground. Yeah, I'm not super mad at him for that one because I don't want I don't want your weird dietary issues fucking up my Thanksgiving. Thank you right. very much. Right. What else? Tofurkey. <laughs> um, did Ben Carson say, "quote I would not advocate that we put a Muslim in charge of this nation." I absolutely would not agree with that. That's I remember something he said. He's, yeah, he, he, did, he say did say that. that. I remember that, that one. A lot of people. There's a lot of m- fear of uh, Islam in this country. You know what I like on Thanksgiving, and vegetarians probably don't like this. When people put um, sausage in the stuffing, when there's oh. there's big chunks of sausage. That's my that's my. Oh, move. you don't like that? Yeah. No, I love it. Oh, it's really good. Oh, I make a good sausage Ed, sa- sage and. Sausage I will be stuffing. making that. Oh, Ed, you make weeks. that? That oh, absolutely, hundred oh. percent. Oh, fantastic! I love it. And by the way, like how it. about Ben Carson's uh, picture of Jesus? That's great. Jesus with his arm around Ben Carson. That's yeah. my favorite thing this week. Yeah. Ben Carson's entire home is a shrine to himself. He has a huge oil painting of himself. Yeah. 
um, hanging in a stairwell. Like Alex Rodriguez, except Alex Rodriguez, (laughs) he's painted as a, um, not a minotaur. What's that other thing? Where you're half horse. Centaur. Centaur. Yeah. He's painted as that. I want some paintings of me. Well, the whole thing about the the Ben Carson and Jesus thing is Jesus got his arm around him. Yeah. I don't don't like people having their arm around me. Gay Jesus. Get off. Jesus. Yeah. Has Ben Carson confessed also to acting violently towards his mother and trying to hit her with a hammer? Yeah, he has, but everyone <laughs> knows he's made these stories up. Like he's actually lied about doing violent things to seem hard. The weird thing is he's getting tripped up in the things you're not supposed to be tripped up by. Yeah. He's not like, it's not even policy. It's not even policy. He's, he's getting bad tripped at up. politics. But yeah. I want so badly. I want this guy to to win the nomination. I that want him to continue. It would be great. He's yeah. I, I want that. I'm yeah. tired of the Trump thing. Trump. Trump the has Trump been style. a joke for like yeah. a quarter century now. Like we've we, all the jokes have been told. Yeah. Ben Carson. It would be great if he won the nomination. I would like and it we too. could joke joke. Here's on my it, last that, true or like false. Yes. Has Carson been sued by former patients for malpractice, such as leaving a sponge in one patient's brain and installing a shunt upside down in another? Uh, True or false? I'm going to say true. Got to be true. And I'm still trying to find evidence that he actually is a doctor. In his defense, though. Yes, it's true. Brain surgery is pretty fucking hard. Like, I I for sure would Clean up after yourself. Typical man leaves a sponge in the brain. Yeah. I mean... What are you doing? I, that is something I would do, for sure. <laughs> I would definitely leave a sponge, for sure. Uh, ben Carson is awesome. I just want him to keep going with whatever he's doing. Just keep doing like, it. Like, I apparently don't wash my breakfast pan properly. and <laughs> Sometimes I send Brian pictures of his dirty dishes that he's apparently and, cleaned. And oh. imagine if that was a fucking brain that I was <laughs> operating on. Like, that fucking brain would be fucked. Yeah. yeah. That person would be in bad shape. Okay, Kate, is that it? Yes. That is it. Okay. Excellent job as always. Thank you very much. Enjoyed Thank the new you. segment, Fancy Politics. Ed Daly, fantastic job. Oh, as one last always. thing. We got yes. we got a tweet, a life coaching tweet. Somebody was asking about uh Mark the Nomad. It said hit coworkers whistling. I think very quickly. No whistling. Not now, not ever. Of course not. Well, uh, whistlers are murderers. Yes. No whistlers, Whist- ever. Whistlers are like people that run without headphones. They should just Here, be rounded up. Here's when you're allowed to whistle. Whistling. When you're alone by yourself. Yeah. That's it. That's yeah. it. No. Yeah. Whistling. Agreed. Whistling is bullshit. And anybody that whistles a lot, the only reason they're whistling is so you know how good they are at whistling. Also, no one likes whistling. No one likes to listen to it no. or hear and it. And when I hear it, horrible. I feel like I might get a, a shiv through my neck. Yeah. I, I never feel at ease when I'm walking through a park and I, I hear whistling. Oh, no. It means you're about to get murdered. Exactly. No whistling. No. Not now, not ever. No whistling ever. Agreed. Report that guy to the authorities, Mark the Nomad. Okay. That's it. I'm done. For Kate McManus, for Ed Daly, I'm Brian Beckner. This has been the Baller Lifestyle Podcast from theballerlifestyle.com. We will see you next week. Goodbye. Bye, everyone.